0: Hello, my name is Rob Edwards, and this is my podcast. Welcome back, one and all. Super, super late this month. Apologies for that, but we are just about under the wire. Um, I've had a crazy month, and I really just haven't had time to do much in the way of writing or recording. So I'm afraid part two of Paint by Numbers is going to be hopeful next month but it might have to wait until January. Uh, I've got a very very short story for you today, uh, just something that came to me this morning and I've really rattled off. It's not my finest work uh, but I think it's quite fun and I hope you enjoy it anyway. Um, meanwhile uh, in Inklings and other related news I have um, been reading the submissions for our next Inklings anthology, which will be uh, a fantasy-based anthology. Uh, We've already had uh, more submissions for this book than any previous Inklings anthology, and we still have over a month of time for submissions to arrive. We've had some pretty exciting stories already, and I'm looking forward for what the next month is going to bring. In the meantime, I have been keeping up with my Doctor Who uh, YouTube videos. Uh, So if you want to find out uh, what I've been doing when I should have been writing and recording podcasts, uh, go check out my YouTube channel. I'll put a link uh, in the description for this podcast so you can uh, can go check that out. uh, My Doctor Who reviews and my follow-up Fridays. Uh, I've been really enjoying myself doing that and I've been a bit distracted, so apologies. Uh, Paint by Numbers Part 2 is coming. It's just not not in a state I'm ready to read it to you guys yet. Uh, I don't mind doing a silly bit of fluff like I'm doing today, uh, quick and dirty, but uh, I want to try and make sure that Paint by Numbers really works. So it's not quite there, which is why I have delayed recording a podcast for this month. So a very, very quick one for you today. Uh, this came up, I was watching... Um, I was watching a review by uh, a YouTuber called Professor Thorgy of uh, the new She-Ra cartoon, uh, which I'd watched in two days straight and really enjoyed, surprisingly so, since I had no attachment to the original She-Ra at all, and I'm clearly not the target audience. And he said in that uh, YouTube video, in that review of the She-Ra series, that no, the new show hasn't ruined their childhoods. It would take more than a reboot to do that. Uh, and from that comment, uh, I just fall into my head, uh, came this idea. Um, it <laughs> This story, this story is a bit bonkers. Uh, and it is set in three uh, different timelines, uh, which is weird for a story which only lasts about seven and a half minutes. Uh, so... Uh, I hope it makes sense. I really do. Uh, Here we go. Enjoy. Our next guest is tech genius, billionaire philanthropist, and guy I need to talk to about an idea for a new product I have, Nigel Watts. Nigel, great to have you on the show. Thanks, Charlie. Great to be here. Now, I said in the intro there, you're a very wealthy guy, topping several rich lists, beating out even you know who. Well, I mean, Yeah, I guess. You don't really like to talk about it, though? Well, I'm British, Charlie. Our go-to response to success is to be a bit embarrassed and suspicious about it. To be honest, I'd rather talk about Star Trek. I gather you're a bit of a fan. I am? I'm a Trekkie. The guys upstairs prefer I don't talk about it, but yep, I've warp-speeded in my time. I've set phases to fun. So, who's the best captain for you? Growing up, Kirk, of course, but... I was a bit young for it the first time around, so Jean Luc Picard is where I'm really at. A Frenchman played by a Brit, always popular. Now, I could talk about Trek all day, and trust me, I have. But I want to talk to you about a British show. Professor Spitfire. Great show. Quality production values. People say the sets on Doctor Who used to wobble, but that was never a problem for Spitfire. No? Yeah, on Spitfire, they just let the sets fall over. (laughs) But the world owes a lot to that show, right? Because, and do we have this photo? Yeah, here it is. What are we looking at here? Oh, Lord, this photo again. Yes, that's me as a teenager, dressed up as Professor Spitfire. And this thing you're carrying that looks like four soda bottles taped together. What's that? Well, it's... Four soda bottles taped together, but in my defence, that's exactly how it appeared in the show. But this is what gave you the idea for your first solar shield? Yes, that's true. Amazing. So the Clean Energy Revolution owes it all to tape, soda bottles, and an 80s sci-fi show. What a world, right? Oh, but what do you think about the news they're rebooting the show next year? They are. Hadn't you heard? No. No. who are they getting to play the professor? I don't think they've announced it. Would you want to play it? I don't think so. I'm an inventor, not an actor. I'll leave the TV shows to the professionals. I'll just go sit in my lab and invent time travel or something. Much simpler. Hey, speaking of time travel, that's all the time we have. Thanks to Nigel for being on the show, and to you at home for watching. Join me tomorrow, when I'll be talking to the star of the new action blockbuster, Sudden Heat. "'Nigel, come in for your tea, love!' "'Nigel hunkered down behind his solar shield, "'though in truth it was the garden fence that did most of the concealing. "'If his mum didn't spot him, he could still play out a little longer. "'In a minute,' he shouted, "'I have to defeat the hordes of terror world first!' "'He risked a peek over the fence. "'His mum was looking the wrong way. "'Food is on the table and getting cold,' she called. Don't be long. Okay. You'd better head inside, kid. Nigel started at the voice behind him, jumped up and took two steps away from it before turning to look. The street had been empty. But now a man stood there, a man Nigel had never seen before. He wore a lab coat with a bulky object tucked in its pocket. In his hand he was holding what looked like a book, but with a metal cover on it. "'Sorry, didn't see you there,' said Nigel, stepping through the gate into his garden. He felt safer immediately. "'Before you go in for dinner, I have something for you,' the man said. He placed the strange book-like object on the floor at his feet, then stepped back. "'I reckon you're smart enough to work out how to use that. "'Take a look at it. I think you'll like it. "'Now I'd better be going.' "'Who are you?' Nigel asked. One eye on the strange gift. I'm... The man laughed. <laughs> what the heck? I'm from the future. I came back to see you, using a time machine you invented. He patted the bulky object in his pocket. I work for an oil company, and we're big fans of your work in the future. We thought we'd give you a token of our appreciation for all the work you're going to do. Me? Me? Oh yes, Nigel, you go on to do great things. The man smiled, though there was something in the smile that Nigel didn't like. And then the man just faded away, as though he'd never been. Nigel took a hesitant step towards the object the man had left behind, reached down, picked it up. The top was a flap like a book cover. He opened it to reveal a glass plate which lit up, like a TV screen in his hand. On the screen, there was the Professor Spitfire logo, but much more colourful. Over it was a pale grey triangle, like a play button on his Walkman. Nigel touched it, and the show started. He watched agog his dinner getting cold. This was his show, but not. The names were all the same, but the actors were different. Everything looked so real. Our next guest is tech genius, oil billionaire, tycoon, and guy I need to talk to about filling the gas tank on my Buick, Martin Hoskins. Martin, great to have you on the show. Thanks, Charlie. Great to be here. Nigel clicked on the icon at the top of the screen. He hadn't come to YouTube to watch some dumb talk show. He had more important things to do the latest episode of professor spitfire was out and he needed to record his review he clicked on his camera checked the sound levels brushed the crumbs off his gut in case they were in shot welcome back to professor spitfire ruined my childhood we're going to look at the latest train wreck of an episode and ask what were they thinking the original show was a work of genius inspired geniuses but as anyone who's followed me through the fanzines and forums will know I've warned of the dangers of rebooting the show. Sure, it may be glossy and colourful, but it lost the heart of what made the original so special. Nigel nodded to himself. That was the right tone. Ever since that time-traveller from the future had shown him how bad the show could one day be, he'd been on his crusade. He knew he was destined to do great things for the world. The man had told him. And this was it. So uh, yeah, the only way to ruin your childhood with a new TV show uh, is to go back in time or to have someone go back in time and show you the new version. Uh, That is my theory and I'm sticking to it. Um, Apologies again, super short episode this time, but I was determined to get something to your ears uh, this month, Uh, but that is it from me. Uh, in December, there will be two new podcasts from me. <laughs> when am I writing those? Uh, in December, there will be two new podcasts, one uh, for uh, my regular listeners and one uh, for all my Patreon subscribers to listen and enjoy it as well. So if you want to catch both, uh, go follow me on Patreon uh, for bonus content there. But in the meantime... Thank you very much for listening to this shortened version of Storycast Rob and I will catch you with a proper episode next time. Cheers.